In a world where dinosaurs and humans live side by side, an apatosaurus named Arlo makes an unlikely human friend. Hi, I'm Andre. I'm Michelle. I'm Emily. And I'm Luis. And we are The Walt Vault, a family-friendly podcast where we get silly and talk about Disney movies. Welcome to the Walt Vault, episode 13. Diplodocus. <laughs> oh, Diplodocus. We're naming dinosaurs on this episode. <laughs> because Emily knows nothing about dinosaurs. Charizard. <laughs> not a dinosaur. <laughs> Technically a dragon, not a dinosaur. Newt Scamander. <laughs> definitely a dragon. Te- definitely a human. A uh, human wizard. wizard. Is definitely a lizard, too. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> A wizard lizard? <laughs> a wizard li- a wizard lizard? A w- Newt's commander is a wizard lizard. <laughs> you guys, we're talking about That's the, the best good thing I've ever heard. <laughs> dinosaur on this episode. Uh, the good dinosaur is the 2015 Pixar 3D animated film. Feature. Feature film. Yeah, what are your first impressions on this, Andre? Oh, we my first impressions first? Well, Andre, Andre and I watched this movie maybe a couple of months ago. But we watched it very late at night, so, so the first 15 minutes, he fell asleep. I Okay, I remember vividly this movie being announced and, like, the new lineup of Pixar movies coming out. I do not. At D23, probably, like, two year, two or three years ago, right? Yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was probably, like, well, not if this, like movie, the last came time, out, if this movie came out in 2015, mm-hmm. that announcement was probably, like, 2013 or 2014. Or I feel like that. it was the same time that they announced Star Wars landed. It was that... Uh, D23 because really? I remember that Michelle and I were supposed to have gone to that yeah, one yeah we were and then the one, no I think you're right yeah. and then we didn't and then all these really cool things happened and we looked at each other like wow yeah I life. remember that we were very <laughs> upset yeah Remind, uh, refresh my memory how were you going to go there without you but how? Like, I don't understand what was going on. <laughs> like, it's a get in the car and drive <laughs> and get there it's and a go convention. to a convention we were going to go to the convention yeah. where they announced that they were going to have this movie well, I don't remember. Okay, no. so does someone want to explain what D23 is? That's oh, yeah. my own fault. D23 I'm sorry. is a is a Disney convention that they hold every year? Every no, other every year. Other every year. other year in uh, Anaheim or some yeah. Anaheim, Anaheim convention, convention, convention Center. Center. That's right. And they See, we should just talk. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Andre. We'll talk about it. So, <laughs> yeah, D23, you, you can be part of like this D23 fan club. It's like an exclusive yeah, Disney fan club. Yeah, it's like an exclusive. D- it's, it's Comic-Con for Disney. Exactly. Yes. There you go. To sum it up. Convention. And We've so, never been. Um, I would love to go. And it's really cool because it's a multiple day event and you go and you can see panels with with like stars. So like people mm-hmm. who are in the movies or producers or writers and they they go in and they do like explanations on new things that are coming mm-hmm. out. That's when they do big announcements. And I remember Old specifically things. Oh, yeah, and they, Sometimes like, bring out, like, stuff from archives. panels and mm-hmm. things like that, yeah. yeah. And they have a super crazy vendors. But you're right. They announced, like, a lineup of Pixar movies, mm-hmm. correct? And that's actually the first time that we heard mention of a lot of movies. We yeah. heard, like, Cars 3. We heard Incredibles 2. We heard Coco. Coco um, I don't remember. Dinosaur. Finding Dory, maybe, was mm-hmm. in that announcement. But I remember Coco was last. Yeah. On the, I just remember that one being like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like the picture no. people posted. Mm-hmm. Like these right. The movies. It was just the, yeah. the logo. So I remember being like, I was like, meh on Cars 3 because I didn't care too much for Cars 2. And then uh, I remember being like excited for Finding Dory and super excited for Incredibles 2. And then I was excited for the concept of the good dinosaur. And then I wasn't excited for Coco. 
Which I, is hilarious, I right? just I just didn't know what it was about, and mm-hmm. all I saw was the image or whatever. And I was like, mm-hmm. hey, whatever. But the good dinosaur, I was like, oh, dinosaurs. I like dinosaurs. Cool. Because um, you're a... Because you're a dude. Boy. I'm a boy. <laughs> <laughs> and boys like dinosaurs. See. <laughs> Do you contest, Lou? Boys like dinosaurs? Yes. I'm okay. sure there are some... Uh, <coughs> Lady archaeologists out there that are. I'm sure. I'm so sorry. So your first impression was that you were kind of excited. I was excited for it, and then the trailer came out, like the first teaser trailer, and that was a good trailer because it was like, it was like this is an alternate universe where dinosaurs didn't go extinct. And I was like, oh, all right, I'm into this. I'm into this. (laughs) And then I think the movie actually came out, and it didn't get stellar reviews. So I didn't go see it in the theater. Neither did I. And I don't think any of us none saw it. None of us did. Did it not share a release date with another movie that kind of overshadowed it? It came Star Wars. It came out no. in like November of 2015. When did so the, actually, it was yeah. very. It was like a couple weeks before, before the Force Awakens. Yes. yes. Okay, so that's oh. why, in my opinion, yeah, probably which was the most like to me in our generation, that movie had the most hype that I can yes. remember. Oh, for sure. The and I also hype. feel just like okay. So my first impression of the Good Dinosaur is I literally don't remember any marketing for it or anything i don't and i always go and see every disney and pixar movie in the theaters and for some reason i just this one skipped over for me i don't know if i was busy or something like that but i don't (laughs) remember anything and the only reason i kind of was like what's the good dinosaur is because um at my job there's this book and it has like a short from every single pixar movie and the the kid was reading about Arlo the good dinosaur and I was like what is the good <laughs> who dinosaur? is the so then I looked it up and then Andre and I watched it a couple months ago but my first impression is that's a very good movie I just wasn't aware it existed yeah so by the time we got around to watching it that time that I fell asleep uh, I <laughs> I was like I was like not I was like not sold on it you know I was like uh, all right this movie non-committal was, yeah you were I was tired. very non-committed yeah. I was sleepy I was uh, giving in to sleep and uh, so this time when we watched it uh, I liked it but it still wasn't like a stellar movie to me you know this mm-hmm. is pretty low on my like Pixar list of yeah. movies for sure I can agree with that what about you Lou what's your first impressions I really liked it. Um, I, I just sometimes think that when we go into watching a movie, we're expected to get like blown out of our socks, amazed. Well, that, for, especially you know, for Pixar especially movies. Especially Pixar yeah. is very hyped, yeah. I don't really think I go into movies thinking like that, so that's probably why I like this movie the best. Um, I really, really like the story between Arlo and Spot. It's you know, yeah, it's great. What was what's going on between them? Um, and plus, you know, I'm a guy. I like dinosaurs, so there. Dinosaurs. I do not like dinosaurs, so I was not overly what are you, some ex- kind of girl. Yeah, definitely. She hates the Jurassic Parks. Oh my series. god! What? Oh, so I love ridiculous. Jurassic Parks. I'm a girl and I love it. So. Oh, you gotta. Well, I like the new one. You want to know why? You yeah, know why? Because Chris, Chris Pratt, Pratt is a honey. Because he's yeah, a honey. He's dad's no, no, he's not a Disney dad. <laughs> Sorry, he, he is a father. He, he does have. He a child. is a father, though. He could also be <laughs> a Disney father. I'm just saying. Well, yeah. we'll not um, sexualize him and call him a Disney. He's in Guardians father. of the Galaxy. Technically a Disney movie. Technically, <laughs> yeah. Disney dads. <laughs> so that's why I like that one. But um, I'm not a huge dinosaur person. So going into this movie, I was not like super excited i mean like michelle said i'm a i'm a disney i'm a pixar person so that made me Mm -hmm. more excited than you know 
if it wasn't, I probably would have never watched it if it wasn't a Disney or Pixar movie. I don't think I would have either. But um, going into it, my first impression um, is is a little interesting because Luis and I own this movie and we've seen it a couple times and I remember how much Luis liked it and I enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. But going into it this time, I swear I must have been like on one or something when we watched the first couple times (laughs) because I did not realize the extent of what the alternate reality means to this movie right yeah. so rewatching it through that lens it made so much more sense and it cleared up so many problems for me that now my first impression is like whoa like i'm seeing it with <laughs> new eyes Great because movie. i actually understand yeah. what's well, going I mean, on if you miss that first scene where like the i mean it's very brief it's like a minute where the asteroid comes and just goes right over the, the planet Earth. like if you miss that you would just be like why are the humans not as smart as the dinosaurs. Or why do humans exist at the same time as dinosaurs? Uh, Yeah, exactly. The significance about that is that um, this being the alternate reality is that when the meteor misses um, the Earth, dinosaurs don't become extinct. And instead Mm -hmm. of the uh, cavemen being the ones who evolve, it's the dinosaurs who evolve because after the meteor passes, it gives you a subtitle that says 65 million years later, Mm -hmm. which would have been we're kind of where we, where we are in the lifespan of Earth as humans, mm-hmm. but instead of it being humans, it's the dinosaurs who have Yeah, so they evolved. had all that time to evolve. Humans just began, so they haven't evolved yet. Uh-huh. So Which therefore, makes... dinosaurs are on another level. Well, and it makes sense as to why dinosaurs would have evolved in lieu of humans, because they are the bigger right. um, yeah. species. They have, <laughs> just by their the dominant. size, they're dominant they have more resources with their necks and all of that loveliness. But it's funny because I really didn't catch that. I, in my head, I was thinking we were in a prehistoric time, right? Like I didn't think about it being what would be now. Cause there is a scene that, that like flashes and says 65 million years later. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Did I blink really I, long? I think, I That's why I, I said if you, if you <laughs> miss if you miss that intro scene, then it does kind of skew. Like, what's why are why is the human called a critter? You know what I mean? Like, why is it? I think they rushed that part a little too much because I agree with all of you right now. I the first couple times we've seen it. Yes, I read something about 65 million years, but I wasn't sure if it was like kind of a after the meter passed. Like it was saying, this is what happened 65 million years ago. I couldn't tell until this last time we saw it. Like Mm -hmm. it might have been helpful for me only because obviously I need a little bit more explanation because Andre said, this is an alternate reality. And I looked at him like, you're stupid. And then I thought like, (laughs) oh, it really is. It is an alternate reality. It might have actually helped me if like we had seen like maybe we had like a history map or something and we actually saw like what our history might have been like dissolve and then go back up with this. It should have just shown like that image of the, the... the ape turning into a man, but like, like going back a, down, a, like a with big dinosaurs dinosaur turning into a, a smaller dinosaur or something like that, like a smarter, like a bit like this brain grew yeah. or something. Yeah. Like that'd be cool. That might have at least yeah. helped me think, like, okay, now we're in a completely different scenario right. because a lot of times these Pixar and Disney movies happen in conjunction with our time period, the mm-hmm. way yeah. things are now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even like, one, even sure. like Wally, if you think about it, it's supposed to be the our future. Earth in the, the future, future. Yeah. Right. not like a different version of our Earth in the future. Mm-hmm. It's not like Mar. Well, not even Brave Marvel is just or in the past. Things like that. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So, anywho, that's like a huge way of saying "whoa" to my brain. We just had like a explosion or a non-explosion, I suppose. Which is, it's also funny that you mentioned this alternate reality and that their dinosaurs have evolved for sixty-five million years because you didn't realize that, like. 
the bird things that follow the storm <laughs> are pterodactyls, but they're evolved pterodactyls. Oh, you mean thunderclap, downpour, <laughs> and cold front? Yes. And then well, also the, best I knew creatures. There were pterodactyls from the, the little um, Emily did not because she doesn't like dinosaurs. They were definitely pterodactyls. They were pterodactyls, but evolved. And then uh, as well as the, what did they call them that was chasing with the T-Rexes and the herd? The raptors. Yeah, but, but they I didn't call the them raptors. Uh, Velociraptors. They called they call them, them something else. Like, but they, they were, they're raptors, but they're evolved. And apparently raptors have feathers now. I don't know. Well, okay. So, so back up well, for just a, a second There's to kind a of explain. Velociraptor type of breed that may not be called a Velociraptor, but some of those raptor looking dinosaurs did have feathers. Interesting. So like backing up for just a second, just to kind of explain what we're talking I'm not sure if it's feathers or hair. Sorry. <laughs> Just had to throw that in there. It's feathers. Now I'm talking about the real dinosaurs that did exist. Yes, they had feathers. Potentially hair. Yes. Chickens. Are, are we ready? <laughs> Diplodocus. Anyway, go, Emily. I'm done. Dinosaur <laughs> She's from done. the boys. <laughs> Pretty much everything in this story, like all of the characters are dinosaurs. And I guess that's what I had to wrap my mind around is that all of the other side characters i mean obviously the t-rex was a t-rex i didn't miss that one right. guys but good job all of the other ones weren't just birds i thought they were vultures but they were almost like an extension of a vulture and a pterodactyl together yeah. and a right. bat and a yeah yeah so they were like the best form of a pterodactyl versus what emily's brain thinks of as a pterodactyl so now that i'm looking at the movie in that form it really does separate how we think of as man and animals theirs was um excuse me, dinosaurs and critters. Right. Like it was just exactly. one or the other. Yes. Like, yeah. e- like all mammals, critters. Mammals are in the movie. They're there. Weird. But, but they're all critters. But they're all critters. They're critters. Yeah, mammals are critters. They're not dominant Reptile species. dinos mm-hmm. are dominant. Which is a very interesting concept to me. Now that we're talking about it, I, I it's pretty cool. appreciate yeah. it more and understand it. And uh, also, I just have to say, like this movie, for a Pixar movie, well, we'll say that Pixar movies can tend to be serious, like up it's pretty serious different mm-hmm. movies like that but this movie is serious and like a little bit very much dark he's got some bad luck that it's kind Arlo. of violent i yeah yes I, I got a quick question for you michelle yes um a little bit off topic but not really sidebar it's your thing um what do you think about henry as a disney dad what does that have anything to do with what we were just saying? Because Michelle always talks about Disney dads. Henry, no, it's Henry. Disney dads. Henry's a dinosaur. He's not a Disney dad. And that's like Mufasa wasn't Mufasa a Disney dad. dad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if we're picking a Disney dad from this movie, it's Daddy T-Rex. Daddy T-Rex for Daddy sure. Daddy T-Rex was a Disney dad. Because <laughs> he had a croc bite Butch. out of his face. He was whole. Butch. Butch. His name was Butch. His he was a Disney Butch. dad. You mean Jonah sure. Hex, dinosaur style? <laughs> yeah, played by well, Sam did. Elliott, the most cowboy cowboy. Yes, he cowboy. is. Yes, yes. Yes. Oh, my God. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. But <laughs> Oh, Lord. So, anyways, right. this movie is pretty oh. pretty dang serious. Well, it's funny because... And a tearjerker. Uh, definitely a tearjerker. So, we watched it together. Um, and I had to make com- comedic moments out of the serious moments of this film so i didn't cry like a little baby especially like, you being a mom now oh my god like hormones man like, it's a real thing because we would see these like like maternal and fraternal moments where like you should see a parent like either helping the kid or the parent is really helping the kid and something goes horribly wrong and you're like oh my god if that happens in my life i'm gonna just yeah. croak there's a scene where uh uh arlo is teaching spot how 
like what a family is. Oh just, God! That sound that Emily just made, she made for the entire seven <laughs> minutes of that scene. She was bawling. I wrote down Emily is being very hysterical during the family scene. <laughs> well, especially it's when, true, though. especially so... when Spot knocks over the two sticks and he buries him, and then he's like, "Oh, <gasps> yeah." And he howls because he's like, "Because he misses them." Yeah. Oh, Emily was like, "I don't know what I would do if this was my baby." She's oh, crying, guys. Well, so it's okay. Re- I don't remember you saying that. Yeah, I, she I'm did. Pretty sure there, I there was a moment when, like, he was hurt and Arlo was hurt and lost and trying to do something. You're like, I don't know what I would do oh, if it yeah. was my baby. Mm-hmm. Andre, to tag along <laughs> to your statement of like this was a kind of uh, I think you said somewhere along the lines like a very hard, it was, rough. It was movie. like harsh. It was harsh and a little and a little. It was bite. harsh. Poor Arlo. I mean, let's talk Arlo about gets the time. Beat up in this movie. Let's talk beat about the time. Uh, his whole life. I mean, it's like. Could anything go right for this poor kid? Right. He never felt like he was good enough. He couldn't make his mark. And then his dad, you know, they have this whole heart to heart and he gives him a new job. And the new job is to kill the critter and he can't do that either. So he really just feels completely worthless. The sad part about this is it's not like a sad story about a kid with bad luck because bad luck is usually pretty funny. Like, oh my God, you felt that's funny. This is a story about like like, a hard life. Like This is real hard times. He's kind of like, useless for the first 20 minutes of the movie right like it's kind of like old he, he like, can't do anything and his, old his brother and sister are just excelling they're just soaring and i always kind of think of him as like having like special needs like he kind of does you know what i mean he's he's way smaller than all the other dinosaurs and if you were doing survival of the fittest out there in the world arlo would be dead and that's why his dad Probably, is yeah. like, come on you gotta you gotta face your fear You're you gotta man up because he doesn't here, want his arlo. son to just be dead Really? <sighs> to me, he just seems like the runt of the litter. Yeah, he's the runt. Everybody he's has definitely the runt. seen a runt in the litter. It's but he came out if... of the biggest egg. Yeah. It's just hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, oh, talking about them coming out of the eggs, the funniest part to me was like even before his egg cracked, you could already tell Arlo was like timid because his egg starts to crack and then it stops. Right. And then uh, Buck comes and hits it more so it could crack even more. So even in the cracking, I think Arlo was already like, oh, I don't want to go. You know, yeah. I don't blame him. It's scary Buck was gonna there. hit him with a stick. <laughs> he already knew. Uh, he was Buck like, is "No, straight up Bam Bam from the Flintstones." He Completely. immediately picks up a stick and just starts smacking things with it. So, <laughs> well, this is how I think of them. Like, Libby is the smart one. Yes, and Buck is the Buck strong, is one. The strong the meathead. one. The meathead. Yeah, he's the meathead. Yeah. And the uh, Arlo's just a little shy, timid runt. So cute though, but he's too cute. Too I mean, cute. There are some moments in this movie where Arlo is. Tr- you see his his character evolve, and he's and he's really trying to become what he thinks his dad wants him to be. Mm-hmm. Which it's not like it's it's not. Like some of the movies where you're like, wow, he's never going to get to there. He's never going right. to get where he should be. But, you know, he's trying to grow up or whatever. And he just fails miserably because he's so scared when he goes into that chicken coop and he's trying to feed like, the chickens. Henrietta. <laughs> Henrietta. And Henrietta scares the, you know, bejeebies out of him. Henrietta scares me. She is a yeah. scary chicken. Scares the bejeebies Terrifying out chicken. of me. I like the other scene, too, where his dad gives him a new scene or uh, a new job. He's like, all right, I want to catch this critter. And he's walking around all military. With the the stick in his mouth, just waiting for the critter to that come. It looks like Lucille from The Walking yeah. Dead. Like, and then there's a bug. And he's like, "What are you doing? Get out of here! Move along, leaf. Move, move, move along, leaf." <laughs> and and to me, that's like a typical boy wanting to grow up to be a man and being like his father. He wants to feel 
like he's worth something and he's just struggling. It's, it's a it's great sad. coming of age he's, struggle. He's <laughs> a very good coming of age movie. I a know. poor dude is like bad luck Brian in Dinosaur World. He hit, but he gets swept away and then he hits his head on a rock and he passes out and then he's far away and he's all scratched up and I'm pretty sure he hits his head like a few times in this movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then when he's trying to eat and his legs get stuck in the rock and just poor guy. I don't know how he doesn't have internal bleeding. <laughs> right. Like, I don't even, know. That's the, that's Broken really bones that, and abrasions. That seems like really violent. Like he like he like slams his head into like rocks and they make those hits like really hard. Really yeah. hard. They that, slam him into that stuff. That first one where he gets knocked out, his whole body hit. Mm-hmm. I yeah. Mean, it, it, it like he crunches up against I think we all went, ooh. Right. Like, oh. Well, and Poor it's buddy. even, it's so funny too that Andre said that the visuals are harsh because for me, I, sometimes when I watch movies, things are much more impactful if I don't see the the real impact. Meaning, like, like sometimes what you don't see is just as impactful as what you do see, like right. gore wise or yeah. you know, like violence. And when, a, like, the one of the first ones is when uh, the dad Henry gets swept away. Oh my god! And right when the water should hit him and he should get swept, that's when it and blacks it out. Yes. And to me, that's almost more impactful than watching him go yeah. away. Right. Yeah. And that happens a couple different times where it's like boom, and you kind of are left with like a. <gasps> Oh. oh no! Yeah, and I even got chills right now thinking about it because that's I feel like kind of instead of him watching his dad, that was almost him like shutting his eyes, trying to think like no, yeah. like not wanting to see mm-hmm. it happen. And I think those moments in the movies, like the animators, really, really paid attention to those small moments. Luis made the comment that this movie doesn't have a ton of dialogue compared to other movies; it's Very more true. serious. But the visuals for this movie are extremely important for oh, moments 100%. like that even the, the scenery where they are all of it they it is, did an amazing job it is that. a gorgeous looking movie like all of the scenery and backgrounds and absolutely textures all gorgeous really good i think <laughs> the one problem that i have with it is that like the dinosaurs themselves look like a little too cartoony just to fit the background of everything mm-hmm. else that's going on there well it's funny because a lot of times like when we watch other movies like i think of pocahontas and we talk about how beautiful the animation was but if you think about it the backgrounds were very watercolory mm-hmm. but she was kind of watercolory so the whole thing was a tableau right. versus a character on top of a background yeah right it mixed together when you well. think here the backgrounds and we said this so many times we were like that I'm pretty sure that's a real. There's like, no way. That is not they animated. They went through that. the Midwest like, with yeah. a video just camera. Like, in a helicopter. Like, that <laughs> water. Oh, my god! It's so beautiful. Right. But then you look at it, and I agree with Andre. You look at that, and then on top of it kind of looks like they placed a sticker. It's Arlo's knobby knees <laughs> wandering through this. <laughs> of an animal. Knobby knees. You know? I, um, I think the best location would have been somewhere in between the Midwest and maybe kind of like pushing up towards uh, Yosemite. Not Yosemite. Uh, Yellowstone. Yellowstone, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and um, the there literally like first time I've wa- I watched this movie, I was paying attention to Arlo and every and the, you know all the other characters, but I was like looking around at the entire landscape. Oh yeah, and mm-hmm. it honestly seemed to me the only thing that was a bit cartoony for me might have been uh, Tooth Claw Mountain. Claw Tooth Mountain. Claw Tooth Mountain. Claw Tooth Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> like Whatever tooth you want. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah I can actually agree with that. That kind of seemed cartoony to me. Everything else about that. Only because like mountains that. don't particularly kind of peak like that, but yeah. I agree with you. Everything was very, um, 
visually stunning in this. Right. And I and think gorgeous. that that's, yeah. I think that's what kind of tips your brain off. Like I'm looking at one thing and I feel like the dinosaur should look a certain way. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there was one moment like there, there's a lot of, you know, cuts to just scenery in this movie because they really wanted to play up their animation, but they cut to the scenery and this lizard just went across and I was like, wow, that looks good. And you guys were like, you're going to eat it. I was like, no, <laughs> it just looks really good. Okay, first off, she was talking about food. She was talking about being hungry. Always snacking. <laughs> she was like, hashtag always snacking. Wow, that looks good. And Andre and I look at each other like, you trying to eat that lizard? Eat lizard? Yeah, it was just. It was a, you said in, in, a, in an inopportune moment. And that's, yeah. why, and that's why we thought, like, trying to eat a I meant, like, they it. didn't have to throw in that little animated lizard, and they did, and it looked great. Not to eat. Not to eat, though. <laughs> but visually, it looked Got to throw it out there. Not like when Spot, to eat. you know, not to eat, because Spot's not good at catching food. Be okay, whoa. Well, he's good at catching Spot food. Spot is fantastic at But did I want to eat an iguana? No. Did I want to see you pull that head off that beetle and for me to eat it? No. That's another thing. Is a so, beetle between a beetle and a ladle? Is that like a mixture? <laughs> I said a beetle. A beetle. I heard beetle. I got an accent. Get out of here. Going down okay. the bayou. Don't take it. Don't take it. Down the river, I guess. I don't know. Like, sadly. But yes, a spot is a very good hunter. <laughs> well, it was funny because like Andre said, there's so many moments where you something happened and you kind of, and that was one of those moments where spot catches this gigantic beetle flying yeah, thing bug. Yeah. he's flying through the air on this thing like it's a like motorized toy he gets it down on the floor and he's like trying to get arlo to eat it and arlo you know he's not he's he what he's do you call herbivore. that herbivore thank yeah. you he eats it, it, does a, it does a close-up shot of the pincers which of the bug's face makes you want to like hurl Girl, it's, it's gross. very I literally realistic said, and then he rips the head off and i said i'm gonna puke like whoa <laughs> you see is, like it's meaty, hilarious you see uh. it's meaty insides and it's one of those moments where it was so unexpected that it's funny and gross and just it all at the same yeah, time it was crazy <laughs> the entire oh. time that during that scene where he's trying to bring him like uh meat to eat and everything he's so frustrated the way he's looking he's like what's wrong with you why why don't you want why to eat you this? eating this yeah. my favorite thing about spot is when they give him things to sniff out and he's like because he's totally a dog right like oh, he's, oh, yeah. he's trying to sniff that's why his name's spot like come this on. whole story <laughs> he's is trying to sniff a out country boy and his dog yeah go on and and old Yeller. Yes. Yeah, it's old yeller. <laughs> and then spot like when he gets something like real real good he like does this little like hind leg tap on the ground <laughs> Michelle and I was is like doing oh it right so now cute yeah. please do that again so we can record it like and this. post it uh-uh. <laughs> hind leg tap and then even when like when he's mad at Arlo sometimes he just does like two back hind leg kicks and dirt in his face which my dog totally does that. <laughs> Andre's, Andre's recording, recording her me. now <laughs> get out of here what does oh, he do God. he does like a leg he does kick. this <laughs> that's what he does perfect anyways wow. let's talk about Spot cause Spot I mean technically he's Arlo is the main character. Yes. But Spot uh, takes the spotlight for me. Spot takes the, the spotlight. spotlight. I kind of saw them <laughs> as like um, conju- like um, co, you know. Codependent? Yeah, co, they're uh, team. No, he's going to say co. Oh, co-stars. Co-leading role men, whatever yeah. you call it. <laughs> yeah, they're, if you both, think- they're both at the top of the call sheet, Spot and Co-leading role men. And if you think about um, like the animal you know, kingdom. Instead of best supporting actor, it's more like. Uh, Co-supporting you know, actors? Co-supporting actor, you know? Oh, I thought you meant from, like, an animal standpoint. I thought you meant, like, how birds live on rhinoceroses. No. Like, they're codependent. Codependent. Yeah. No, not like that. Not like they the codependent kind of character in this freaking movie. Oh, gosh. Should we talk about that? Let's talk about him. What His is name he? is Forrest Woodbush. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Forrest and Woodbush. he is which I, is funny because he looks like wood. Yes, I actually looked up what type of um, dinosaur he was, and being a non-dinosaur lover, had no idea how to say it, so I didn't even write it down. But he can blend in with his surroundings, and cool. he's Barney you, the dinosaur. He's not <laughs> pretty. Isn't that that thing? No, just kidding. He's not. A no, bi- what's the a green Barney. one from Barney that has the like like a stegosaurus? Yeah, isn't he a stegosaurus? No, he was something else because Darn of it. his rhino-y, horny things. Rhino-y. But anywho, he is a creature hoarder. Yes. And it's quite hilarious, but also very frightening at the he same time. He needs to go to rehab <laughs> for <laughs> hoarding issues. He literally is a hoarder. And yes. he hoards animals for their strength or their knowledge or their ability to protect him. Just one of them, he said... It was like this is something. Is like a slug. He protects me from the creatures in the <laughs> I truly wish I had written um, down all. Of, what all about of what's his name? Um, Debbie Soul, Soul Crusher. He protects me from unrealistic, unrealistic goals. Yeah. <laughs> and this is Debbie. And he just doesn't say anything. <laughs> this is Debbie. And Debbie's That's like his right, sponsor. <laughs> yeah, we should keep. It's him. like his manager because when when he didn't get spot because they were like doing the naming battle to like name the critter. And when when he was like, oh, it's been named. You guys are connected. Like <laughs> you win the prize, you know. And Debbie was like, like he's like, no, Debbie, you're better than this, Debbie. <laughs> That and was it, that was the one like very comical scene in the movie. Well, and it's one of those two uh, where he's my favorite. I had to think Bush. about hilarious. He's the best. I didn't quite understand it the first time. Like what? But but when you think about it from like if he was a human doing that, it's it's kind of funny. Yeah, it's, it's just that dinosaurs a little weird. Yeah, but they're I mean, they're evolved though. That's they're, right. <laughs> I mean, uh, they're farming, so His they're eyes evolved. Crossed and everything. But that the good thing the about that character, this is really interesting. So he was actually forest wood. Forrest Woodbush was in another Pixar movie. He was. Yes, he was. He was actually. So it was it was an homage. It wasn't like he was a character. But in Inside Out, our favorite or one of our collective. Oh, I love that movie. Um, there Riley has a memory of going on a road trip with her family and mm-hmm. it might have been when they were moving to San Francisco ish area, mm-hmm. yeah. but she has the memory of them going down the road and they stop and they take a family picture in front of a dinosaur statue and the dinosaur statue is forest Woodbush. Woodbush. Or at least it looks very similar. So I will post the picture of that so you yeah, guys can see it. That cool. is interesting because... This movie and Inside Out came out in the same year. Yes. This is the only, oh, maybe that's like why the, it didn't do first well time that, this was the first time that Pixar did two movies in one year. Because Inside Out was fabulous. Well, this is another interesting thing because another one of our characters were in another Dis- uh, excuse me Pixar movie. Monsters U was originally slated. Mm-hmm. Uh, excuse me, Monsters University, which I call Monsters U because you know it's oh, fancy. One of my, oh, yeah. I freaking love that movie. Anyhow, alma mater. <laughs> it's, it's my alma mater. I went to Monster <laughs> U, and um, that movie was actually slated to come out before The Good Dinosaur, but it ended up coming out after. And when you are looking in the scene where there's like the simulator of scaring the kids at the school, there's actually a toy Arlo on the floor because they have toys scattered. And like in other, uh, I think in the original Monsters um, Inc. movie, they have like a, was it a Nemo or a, they have some other characters. There was um, like the mobile. Yes. The mobile. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So they have like different characters, but in this one specifically, they have an Arlo on the ground, um, which it was supposed to come out first. So that would have been like, oh, hey, look, it's that character. I know. Um, that one, that Arlo. <laughs> but now um, but now it's just a cool like callback to the good dinosaur. Right. 
I can't decide who my favorite like dinosaur character is because Forrest Woodbush is hilarious, but there's something about what do you say his name is Butch. Butch. Daddy Rex. Butch, Daddy Rex. No. <laughs> He's Those hilarious. Disney dad. Those three T-Rexes. Something about <laughs> so it. I don't know funny. what it is. If it's just the the whole scene where he where they're like sneaking up on their herd. And he tells Arlo. He's like, you're going to. Just a really weird stuff, and Arlo's like, "What?" Well, he's like, "You're gonna go over to Shindig, and you're gonna do a hollering and hooting, and then you're gonna go <laughs> and then yelling, and then bushing, and <laughs> rolling all over the dude and noot and tagging and then." And Arlo's <laughs> tagging and then <laughs> that's like, basically what it was. And he's like, that hilarious me. It's so <laughs> funny though. And then when he's telling, me. telling the story about, and he's like, "You ain't ready for this story." Who's the voice of him again? Sam Elliott. So Sam Elliott. His is real name is Sam. The cowboy Elliot. <laughs> that's, you, that's his if you don't know who name. Sam Elliot is, Man. look just look up Sam Elliot, and you'll be and like, you'll, yes. you'll know exactly who he is. He, or look does at he any, look like his dinosaur? Look at any cowboy yeah. movie. He looks He's like he sounds. Oh, he like does exactly look like he what sounds. he sounds like. Wow. That's him. Yes. And the whole scene where he's like, <laughs> "You're not ready for the story about how I got my scars." And he's like, the croc, I was, I was going in the watering hole. And then all of a sudden, a bunch of crocs. And what was biting my face? And just, just everything <laughs> about it. And he's like, the only good thing about that was I wasn't ready to die today. <laughs> I was like, he is a boss. He is so cool. That's I need awesome. him in my life. My favorite I'm part. Sorry, he was he was the best one. <laughs> he my, was quite hilarious. My favorite part about those T Rexes is how they run. They because <laughs> no. they don't run like the T Rex in Jurassic Park. They run. They, their legs move so fast, <laughs> and their upper body does not move at all. At all. So well, it's <laughs> funny because you think about T Rexes as kind of bending over, like hunching, kind of like lurching forward with their arms out, like going to pounce. Yeah. These ones, like he said, are straight up, straight back, like almost not even straight back. It's almost like they're arched, yeah. kind of shoulders oh, yeah, actually, back. Ex- hands out. I have an it's explanation hilarious. for you guys. Okay. Um, apart dinosaur from <laughs> me loving dinosaurs growing up, mm-hmm. I was also into like cowboys and Indians. But um, they are pretty much um, cow herd herdlers or whatever the heck you. Yeah, call they're them. herders. And herders. There you go. Herdlers. And when people <laughs> ride a horse, their backs are erect. So what is re- they're really the cowboys that are the cattle, and it really kind of did look and like they were galloping yeah, almost, yeah, you gallop. know? Oh yeah, the whole bottom half of their body was like quote unquote the horse, yeah. and the top was like the rider. Oh so my god! So it's hilarious the way that they were running. I do. I think I think they were my favorite out of all of the like sidebar dinosaur characters. Well, and that I, T Rex family. <laughs> I kind of agree with that too because when you look at the T Rexes, T Rex side, whatever, <laughs> the family of Rex. They the Tyrannosaurus is Rex. <laughs> They're a good family. You think of them as being the, or at least we have characterized them in our present day as being the meanest right. of all the dinosaurs. Yeah. And they were most definitely the most helpful. And they actually really cared about so Arlo nice. and Spot. Yeah, like they really helped him. They told him where he should be going, and they kind of helped him get over some of his fears. Yeah, they're what caused him to grow the most in like the whole. Yeah, movie when when like. Arlo was trying to help them herd and. And his cattle started going off to the side. He was like, oh, no. But it was like, get over there. Yeah, yeehaw. Yeah, like, herding them. Yeah. And the daddy Rex was looking at him like, good job. I was like, oh, I wanted to cry at that moment. I was like, he did it. He did it. I agree. They are my favorite dinosaurs. Well, and it's funny, too, because another, I think it, it kind of is a good, like, build up to when you meet the Rexes. Is when the you Rexes. see them, um, you know, Arlo's trying to get away from Thunderclap and oh, Cowherd or whatever they're called. Downpour. And he's running Ugh. towards what he thinks is a, what did we call him? Arlo's an 
apatosaur. Yeah. So he's running towards what looks like another apatosaur, and it ends right. up as he gets closer being, being the three T Rexes, which is cool. Which is really cool. But there is also what most people are calling an Easter egg. I don't know if we can actually call it that. But as you're running up to it, the way that the apatosaur is like figured it looks exactly like the dinoco sign which is an apatosaur i i I noticed um, that which is the gas station sign in almost all pixar movies but especially from toy story and cars i I noticed that as well what was cool about that exact scene is that um as he's running towards them the the t-rexes are attacking like it goes to prove how good of uh, i guess dinosaurs they were because they didn't even hesitate as soon as they saw him running towards them they began attacking. They were already defending him. Right. Of course, for a split second, we're thinking, oh, no, they're going to attack him, too. But then they end up uh, helping them, and they attack the uh, um, the, uh, the pterodactyls. But they did <laughs> so not hesitate cute. at all. As soon as they turned around and they saw what was going on, they were... That's good out. family values, everyone. All right, they're, they're my favorite. I, I, I feel the most connected to them, and I need to know what happened to their mom. I need to know. <laughs> Yeah. Where's their Wait, mommy? Nothing has Where's to happen to mom? the mom. What if she's just at home chilling? Home? They're herders. I think they're on the run. The, the they're nomadic. Never herding with them? They're nomadic. Mm, I don't know. What is she a hunter gatherer? She's, no, she's I mean, taking I hate care this. of the ranch. Yeah, <laughs> the ranch. She's, she's home, home on the range. <laughs> she's at, she's at home. Um, you know, rearing the children. Right. You know. What children? They were right there. Those are the grown children. What about the younger ones? I don't know. Remember what? back then in the constant times, reproduction. Have like He's a single dad. So He's a Disney survive? dad. Uh, Got to Google how many kids T-Rexes have. Disney <laughs> dad. 756. <laughs> 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 what did you say the pterodactyls names are? Thunderclap. Thunderclap, downpour, and cold front. Because, because they, they are they storm, storm chasers. Ridiculous. Which and they told us that they got their names from the storm. Like the quote unquote storm gave the them. The storm gave mm. us our names. The storm provides. Oh my! <laughs> God. That even hurts. Like the whole scene where they save the little fennec fox, and he's like, "Thank you, guys." He just eats it. I. I was That's gasped. another one of those right. moments. Right. One of those harsh moments. Like, oh yeah. my god. <laughs> oh yeah. Another harsh moment, reality. Not so much harsh in a like not what you were expecting, but in a like really didn't think they were going to go there is when Arlo and Spot are trying to find food mm-hmm. and they find the fermented fruit on the oh, floor so and they go into like pretty much a drunken stupor because yeah. the fruit is turning and so they pretty much get drunk off of this fruit which is so they're, weird which is very odd but they're at the tripping. same time there's one part where i was like that is weird when arlo gets multiple eyes on his face mm-hmm. but the more i thought about it and i actually looked it up and this is people are saying do you remember the character squishy from monsters you monster you yeah. yeah, Squishy was in yes, he was in Uzma Kappa. He was one of the brothers. He was kind of like a sh- like an egg shaped, yeah. like little fatty. Is he the <laughs> one? That, is he the one that dances? Yes, yeah. he's the one who kind of goes back and forth. And he had multiple his mom's house. Yes, they live in his mom's That's house. Right. He had multiple eyes on his face, and it looks very similar to the multiple eyes mm. on Arlo, which mm. to me gives me a little bit more validity because I have had. Uh, you know, there's been moments in my life where I've had a drink or two and I've never seen multiple eyes on somebody. <laughs> so at least that gives it kind of like another callback like, oh, OK, yeah. that's a little bit of a reference versus like, right. They just are having some kind of that was like, the only scene to me where I was like, OK, they're having some. What is the green Alexa drink called? Uh, Ferry. Yeah, the green fairy. Like they're drinking oh. some other kind of drink. That absinthe. Is, yeah. Absinthe. Yes. Absinthe. Thank you. <laughs> that's what like, I thought you were talking about. Like, they were getting whoa. it. Or like the one with the scorpion where you're not supposed to drink the scorpion, but it like mm-hmm. makes you hallucinate. You've it's never seen worm. that? Oh. that? Yeah, I thought it's it was a, a worm. Oh. 
Scorpion seems scorpion. a lot more it's dangerous. It's a cork worm. Oh. Looks like a scorpion? Never looks like a scorpion. It always <laughs> looks like a cork worm. I am pretty freaking okay. sure that there is a drink that is like a tequila with a scorpion. No. Well, whatever. Don't drink it, the worms. There is. A, uh, no, it's a worm. Maybe right. they ate a worm inside of a fermenting piece of fruit and that's what happened. Uh, Boom. Yeah, Disney facts. <laughs> Who knows? With dads. <laughs> you guys. What? So what? You know, I'm just thinking about Spot and how cute he is. He's so cute. There is a tequila with a scorpion. You know what? It Boom! Tequila with the scorpion. But is it in the bottom of the bottle? It's, yes, it's in the bottle. It yeah. To get well, it I, no, it's 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 a large scorpion. Why did I just? Did I ever it? say you had to drink it? I said if you drink it, you hallucinate. No. So don't I, eat I guess scorpion. What I'm trying to ask is it? It's real inside the bottle. It's not like an image on the label. No. Yeah, no, it's, it's a real it's scorpion in the, inside the bottle. Why do I care about something printed on the outside of a bottle? You know what? There's a listener right now who is sitting and they're like, yeah, I drank it. It's right there. <laughs> I see it with yeah. my own eyes. Boom. There's I'm looking at it. Gross. At the bottle of this. See, I'm a true Hispanic. Gross. Yeah. Gross. Luis has nothing that to say. That sounds like, uh, like a drink that Magnifico Bisbal would drink. We're back on Magnifico Vizbal. Anyhow, it's in the book that we're reading that's boring for Addy, remember? Oh, yes. He just died in the book. Spoilers. Hope nobody's reading that. (laughs) 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 He just died and Luis and I both did. No! (laughs) (laughs) Boom. Boom. Okay. Moving on. Oh, so a couple more Easter eggs because who doesn't love them? Sure. Um, actually, I shouldn't really say Easter egg because inst- it's it's more of like a reference to other movies because so we've talked about this a couple times, but in Pixar movies they usually do the A one thirteen, yes, right? They do the Lexo ball and they do the pleat. Pizza Planet truck, right? Pizza <laughs> Planet truck. <laughs> so they usually do those three, and really. Try as you might. I couldn't see any. Most people on the internet are saying they can't find those three, but there's callbacks to other movies. Right. I, well, I read that all of those were in there, but I definitely didn't see them while they Well, were yeah. Watching. I saw like, oh, like this cloud is supposed to look like the Pizza Planet well, truck. Well, the Pizza Planet truck was supposed to be one of the meteors that you, in the very first scene, where, oh. where like the meteor is going to pass over Earth. It, like there's a bunch of meteors like in like a a meteor pizza cloud, <laughs> and one of them looks like the Pizza Planet truck. Okay. And then the A13 is supposed to be on, um, like, the chicken coop. Like, it's just, like, one of the, the sticks of the fence is they're A13-shaped. And then I don't think I read where the Luxembourg Well, good, is. because I was like, mm. And it's funny because people have fan theories, but to me I was like, that's a stretch. Like, you are literally counting things in the movie that I don't think is they're right. trying to do. But anywho, so a couple callbacks, actually quite a few callbacks, were from Jurassic Park. So you guys said that it reminded yeah. you of that. Mm-hmm. There's that quite a few. From the original, though, which yes. apparently is the favorite movie of the director. So, I mean, that makes sense. But, like, in the scene where they're in the herd chase with the T-Rexes and they're hiding behind the rock, the mm-hmm. big rock, in the original Jurassic Park, they were hiding behind... Um, like a big the tree. Bus. Oh, the, oh, the bus. Yes, they've um, done it. That's that's definitely a reference. And then at the part where Spot is hiding inside the tree trunk, there's also a part where Julianne Moore hides inside of a tree trunk. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, and then the part where like at the end the T Rexes roar after um after they shoe off the Wranglers or the whatever they're called yeah. the wrestler rustlers is that what they were rustlers called? whatever what the called. freaking feathery things <laughs> um. At the end of Jurassic Park, the T-Rex does a big old roar. Yes. So, Which is so funny because they wanted Arlo to do the war, too. They were like, come on. <laughs> and Arlo's just like, <laughs> And just like when he does the howl and it's, 
instead of ow right he has no gum gumption behind yeah, it yeah, yeah. spot has a bigger howl than him <laughs> i love it can though. we talk a little bit <laughs> about oh, what crying already <laughs> About when, about when he him. finds his family, or yes. it's not okay. his family. It's You're a right. Family. He finds other humanoids. Yes. <laughs> and Arlo is like, "You have to go with them." And he, and Spot's like, "No." And he's like, "You have to go." There's no dialogue. I I'm was just... gonna say the cutest part of that whole thing is that she's so right. That exact exchange happened, but with no dialogue. No dialogue. No and then he puts Spot here, with the other humans, and he makes a circle around them. <laughs> So it's very touching. Even though I'm it making is. a lot of fun out of it, it's because it is very touching. It's it's, act, it's extremely beautiful. I ugh. there's a lot of really good symbolism in this movie, and yes. it's really cool that they were able to do that without a lot of dialogue because it's so funny that one of Michelle's favorite movies. I won't say just yet, but one of her favorite movies is very similar to this in that way, that there is much less dialogue, a lot more symbolism, and mm-hmm. that's actually, I remember back it being one of my least favorite movies. So I actually want to go back really, like after watching this one, and watch that one again, so that I can kind of look at Appreciate it Appreciate it eyes. in a different way. Yeah. Which, Michelle, what is that movie? Wally. <laughs> Wally is my favorite Pixar movie. I'm sure nobody agrees with me, but it's fine. <laughs> Actually, it's funny Wally. that you say that because I'm Wally. pretty sure that Hazen from the Podcateers has shared that he really likes Wally. He's the only one. Then I mean, uh, thanks, people, people don't hate no, Wally. I like Wally, Wally is not too. a hated movie. Yeah, but a lot of people, it's not their favorite sure. Pixar Truth. movie. It's my Again, favorite it's Pixar movie. They're expecting movie. to be blown out of the water. Yeah, you know, you just got to go in neutral in the movie, and you'll find the beauty in it. Very and true. almost all of them. Oh, wow. Look at Louie getting all passionate about neutrality. I like Wally. So that's well, that's good to know, because I think I need to rewatch it so that I can at least look at it through new eyes. Because, again, I think when I was younger, I was expecting like like Louise is saying, like like everything needs to be a, a not only a hit, but this is the hard thing is that Disney is so good about one one upping themselves right. yeah. and Pixar one upping and one upping and everything is more and more and more and fabulous. Like, does there come a point when you can't get any more fabulous? Right. Like, what if it's not hitting more and more and more? Like with mm-hmm. Coco, again, we still haven't seen it, yeah. but you, everyone says it is so far above everything that yeah. we have seen. Yeah. Like, yeah. how do you like, keep inside out is one of the greatest Pixar movies I've ever seen, but mm-hmm. Coco is like way better. It and is, that's but the thing is that at least all of the Pixar movies to me, are very different yes. like yeah. in, in the way like like inside out is just these made up creatures in your brain and you know these are dinosaurs so at least i can appreciate them if they were all humans then it would be hard for me to like True. pick a favorite per se True, but i think that that's the interesting part about all this is that i think Luis is very right we go in and we think like is this better than something else but yeah. i think that we need to really think of them as standalones because it's hard to judge one against another when they're so mm-hmm. That's different. True. Like, is different. Henry better than Mufasa? <laughs> we don't know. They both come back to life to give their son parenting advice. That's true. Uh, in a somewhat stupid in a state. <laughs> in a, one comes in a cloud. One is in a dream. I don't know. One has footprints. One doesn't have feet. They were probably they were probably <laughs> talking to each other like yeah. Mufasa was like, "I came back to life to give my son parenting advice." He's like, "You can do and it Henry's too." Henry's like, Not "Yeah, it's good idea." That's what happened. Totally. Oh my goodness! Something about squash bananas. Is it time for Luis's battle? It is time for Luis's battle. 
Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I dun, like dun. our song. Louis is battle. I like our song too this time. Louis is battle. I want to get like an '80s hair band in here. Like, that would be pretty cool. The nice guitar <laughs> riff, you know. Nice. Once again, someone, someone, please write that for us. Put it on the show. Louis getting it today. All right. All right, ladies and gents, for this week's battle. I'm going to paint the scene a little bit for you guys. Right, He's going to be uh Let's imagine you Paul guys Ross. are Bob in Ross. a big city. We're in a big city. You've just gotten done with dinner. Hold on, let me close are, my eyes. Okay, I'm ready. And you are taking a <laughs> shortcut down a very dark alley. Oh. So stop. Wait, Wait I got done with dinner and I'm on an alley? Did I? Where You're taking a shortcut home. Oh, I wasn't at oh, home Oh, I wasn't dinner. at home eating dinner. <laughs> gotcha, my gotcha. bad. All right, keep You're going. Bruce Wayne's parents. Does Uh-oh. that help you, oh, there Andre? You go. This isn't going to be a good okay. night for me. <laughs> okay. Does that okay. help you, Andre? That does help me. Though. Pretty much. Yes, oh, you're walking okay. down that alley, and then, you oh, know, and my, oh. one of those rustlers they t- from they the They take off dinosaur. my mom's pearls. <laughs> He's gonna smack you. Oh, Sorry. Man, use all my money to travel around the world and learn martial arts. And one of those rustlers pops out. And wants to take your cattle. <laughs> Who cattle. would be a better person to defend you? Better defender. Oh, okay. Okay. Better defender. Okay. Would you take Spot from the Good Dinosaur mm-hmm. or Bam Bam from the Flintstones? Now, uh, <laughs> I have my answer already. Let's just go through. Uh, go ahead and go explain through, it. Let's go through their their different abilities. Uh, Spot is a uh, a young child who has a lot of survival instincts. He uh, he bites. He runs. <laughs> he scratches. He pulls off heads. Um, he's feisty. He can he can hunt food. You know, he's a he's a a, a post historic little human. Post historic. Bam Bam is uh, a small. Domestic, <laughs> domesticated boy. Prehistoric. Yeah. Um, prehistoric. Correct. Prehistoric. Different universes we're in. Son of son of Barney and uh, I can't remember the wife. We want to call her Velma, but I don't think no, that's her name. No, it's not Velma. Velma is Fred's wife. Deborah. It's not Debbie. Debbie. The Flintstones. I can't remember. Meet the Flintstones. Yeah. Um, but Bam Bam has super strength. Bam Bam is an extremely strong individual he picks up cars he picks up large boulders he hits things and cracks them open like eggs with his uh, little uh, bat which is hilarious uh-huh. which is hilarious so f- but right you're gonna tell me spots not how big is this feisty i how big is <laughs> this, this these are things i need to take into consideration <laughs> no size is irrelevant okay because let's let's say that in the universe spot and Bam Bam are comparable size, right? Yeah, they're yeah. both they're okay, okay. young yeah. children. They, we can say they're even the same age. Who would I... Who would you choose to defend you from the rustler? So wait, Andre, Elva was Man. a little bit unclear. Who did you choose? I definitely choose Bam Bam. Okay. Oh. Bam Bam is my choice. Why? Because Bam Bam would take that rustler, swing it around above his head, and throw it into the sky. Just like the T-Rex did. <laughs> Just like the T-Rex did, Exactly. <laughs> At which point in the movie I wrote. But uh, Spot's very cunning. Team Rocket's blasting off again. (laughs) Yes, he did. He actually said it. It was quite hilarious. Because that was very reminiscent to me. I mean, not that I think that that was like. A Pokemon reference? No, I don't think it was a Pokemon reference. It's just like a cartoony throwy thing. Exactly what happens in those very fantastic episodes. Luis just gave me a face like. Our significant others have made us watch. Yay. See. You're welcome. Um, Good. 
<laughs> that so, was yeah. like when Michelle gave Andre a look about the Little Mermaid. That was L- Louise giving me a look about Ooh. Pokemon. Dodge that bullet. Okay. Indigo League. <laughs> I think I'm also going to go with Bam Bam. Does Bam Bam always carry his stick around? Uh, most of the time. He's yeah. gonna be like, he's definitely a bat. He probably has. You know how like Arlo was More supposed like a bludger, to <laughs> not a stick. Arlo or a bat. was supposed to smash that crater. Bam, bam will smash that crater. He'd be like, boom, dead. I- I'm saying, bam, bam. I'm gonna go with Spot because spot i think is more imaginative in a way that he could like i think that he could get in there and like like think about pressure points i feel like he could go <laughs> up in there and like take his two little fingers and get up underneath your <laughs> armpit and like <laughs> emily literally just put her finger under my armpit and like squeeze right. and he would like like go to sleep or something yeah, yeah. yeah. like something could imaginative be? right in lieu of strength mm-hmm. because you know he's what? a little I don't know that he uses his his hands that much, but I bet he would go up and nibble all the pressure points. Oh his, yeah, his okay. Teeth. He could like oh, bite yeah. the pressure point. Yeah, he bites but I could see it being it wouldn't be a strength thing. No, but he could like maybe run around him really fast and get him all tangled in himself sure. in a cartoony way. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that it would be a strength battle. But I do think that he could outsmart the Wrangler better than Bam Kim. Interesting. What about so you, Lou? Okay, yeah. so I'm gonna go in a different direction i'm gonna go into their actual nature uh, bam bam is a toddler and okay. even though he does have this superhuman strength he's a kid at heart uh bam bam doesn't necessarily Spot. have bam bam oh. doesn't necessarily have that street smart okay um i think he would personally st- want to play with ah. be, with them before hey, you're he saying he defending. wouldn't even defend me. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, th- what I'm getting at is sick like, defender. First, first, he would want to play with them. Right. And in playing with them, he might kind of you know hurt him, <laughs> rough him up because of his bit. strength. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I accidentally Spock killed you. <laughs> immediately would be in defense. Oh yeah, he'd be growling. And he would be doing anything and he'd not wasting time. And and for that reason, I would take Spot because Spot can immediately spot the danger, assess the danger, and get rid of it. That's a very good point. I mean, I don't know. If you ask me. Spot would come in, put a spotlight <laughs> on the danger, and spot it out, <laughs> spot him up. He just wants to use the word spot as many times as <laughs> If you ask me if uh, little young Bruce Wayne had uh, more of Spot's uh, character, maybe his parents would have survived. And he wouldn't be crying about it for the rest of his dang life. Whoa. And then where would we be? Are we talking about Batman or Lego Batman? Whoa. Well, definitely. <laughs> well, Batman. He's, he is a Batman. So I like Lego Batman better than regular Batman. <laughs> <laughs> but regular Bat- regular Lego Batman or the stupid Lego Batman? Because there's two. There's two Lego There is Batmans. two in the movie. That's true. The Lego Batman that the Lego Batman movie is about. Okay. So Main Lego the Batman. regular one, not yes. like the, Lego oh my God, my Le- life. Lego Batman number one. Not that Lego <laughs> Batman. That no. That's ridiculous. <laughs> okay. So we have a. Ah, a draw. That was good. <laughs> oh, that was pretty good. Huh? <laughs> All right, we ready to go into our ratings? Is it time this for one's kind of hard for me to ratings. rate. Ratings. I want to hear it. Ratings. Ratings. <laughs> this one's hard. Are you gonna go first? I'm gonna go first. When I saw the movie the first time, I think I was just too sleepy, and I probably would have given it like a seven. But watching it this time, I'm gonna give it a solid nine. It is a good movie. The animation is beautiful. It has a moral, has a beginning, a middle, and an end. Oh. <laughs> has a you got high standards <laughs> for this movie. A if beginning, you don't, a middle, and an if end. If you don't, like Louis said, if you don't go <laughs> I'm into pee this. my pants. <laughs> <laughs> a beginning, middle, and an end. 
if you don't go into this movie thinking that it's going to be super comical and you know kind of in your mind that, hey, it's a serious movie and you're watching it because you're in a serious mood, but you want to just watch it, it's a, it's a solid nine. It's a good, it, I liked it. <laughs> Shut up, Emily. <laughs> Andre's laughing just as hard as I am. Luis, it's your turn. What do you give this movie? Actually, I'm going to say something, but I want to give my rating at the end. Okay. Oh. And also, Michelle forgot to mention it has a great interlude. Wait, and a prelude. <laughs> He's trying and to be all funny. the ludes. <laughs> all the ludes. A prelude, a beginning, a middle, <laughs> an interlude, credits. and an end. Um, well, you know, one credits. thing we didn't talk about, and I think it's because it doesn't stick out. But once you're watching the movie, it's very important. Is the score behind the you know behind the action and the animation True. and everything? It's very beautiful. Now, it's not something that I think is going to be like on the next Disney soundtrack or anything, because there's no like lyrics and there's not it it's very um reminiscent of sounds in nature yeah. the music itself and i think that it was really it made a very beautiful scene for the animation so that was really nice for me um my rating i would give it a solid eight um i've watched it multiple times Luis is giving me the thumbs down like that's not a good Uh-oh. rating that's a that's a good great rating, rating. It's, it's a pretty good rating. It's yes. better than my original seven. Like <laughs> It's a very good rating. Um, it's a very good movie. I really enjoyed it. Um, like I said, I have watched this multiple times. And for having watched it multiple times and still giving it an eight, I feel like that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, the reason that it's going down for me is the juxtaposition between the animation of the background and the dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was completely intentional. Maybe it was right. supposed to appeal um, to children. Yeah. Okay. Because you know, had they been super realistic dinosaurs with all of the action and all of like kind of the scary moments in this, it might've been like not PG. Would have been like it could have been 2000s PG. dinosaur, which is another movie that Disney made. That had like realistic. That wasn't dinosaurs. even a thing. That like Andre's. Just I don't even know what you're up. talking about. It's a totally movie. real movie. It is we're not gonna movie. watch it right after this. No, no we're not. We will not be watching <laughs> that after this. But, but uh, maybe it w- maybe it's supposed to bring that child like. Um, maybe it's just supposed to. Maybe it was intentional. It wasn't my favorite part of the movie, right. but it, it is what it is. Um, but I re- I really did like it. I'm giving it a solid eight, not like an almost eight. Solid eight. Okay. Um. I think I'm going to give a similar score. I don't know if I want to do... I think I'm going to give it a 7.5. Um, so this this movie... I'm Louise getting, is I'm getting upset. A, getting a thumbs down from Louise. Um, <laughs> this movie was good. Uh, it's it's a solid movie. But once again, like like I know Louise, you keep saying like we should go into it without any expectations or anything like that. But... Pixar has set up these expectations for us, Very you know, much so. that like these movies are going to be the best children's movies of all time. They're all classics. They're all hot fire. So, oh, yeah, like go every, into it thinking that this is going to be great. It's the children's movie of the year in the year it comes out. Right. For sure. Yeah. And unfortunately, they almost like set themselves up for failure in that one mm-hmm. because they had a Disney, uh, excuse me, a Pixar movie of the year already come out that year. That same year. Yeah. So yeah, they, they should have separated That's it for sure. So but anywho, just sorry. my own expectations going in and then them not necessarily being met. That that's that's a large part of why I don't like it. But there's also like I don't love uh, like Emily said, the 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 background versus the foreground. Just I, I kind of wish that they matched more. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't necessarily mean that. Arlo is too cartoony or that the background is too realistic. I just wish that they, they could have met in the middle. They synced up like the 
trees and water should have been a little bit more cartoony if Arlo was going to be that cartoony. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that, you know. Um, I also think that it, it, it compares a little bit to, um, like, I, I had a lot of Lion King moments while, while watching this yep. movie. Like, uh, when Arlo's dad gets taken away in the beginning i i wrote he's about to get mufasa and then (laughs) (laughs) and then towards the end of the movie when they're in the river again arlo and spot i was like oh man is arlo gonna get mufasa for spot because that Mm -hmm. whole scene is set up very much like that um the wildebeest scene yep where (laughs) arlo has to save spot from the the nature mm-hmm. and uh you know it almost doesn't make it but he does make it and that's it's all fine and dandy thank so, the lord can you imagine if he had gone oh, it would have been we would have taken it all the different yes, <laughs> it would have been all bad so uh, yeah i i like this movie but it's it's definitely low on my on my pixar list and even in you know my general disney list it's not it's not high up but maybe after a couple more viewings or something like that it would be higher for me but that's for now, why i think it was higher for me the second time i mean this was the first time you watched it yes. but like i said the first time i watched it i was like seven but this time i appreciated it more so my rating goes up so if i wait watch it a third time maybe be an eight yeah. i don't know uh forest woodbrush is the, <laughs> the best part of the movie Stop. no it's all about daddy rex what's your what's your rating lou it's definitely the worst part of this movie. best part i'm gonna go and give it a 9.5 wow. i really love this movie. wow i'm not surprised though because i remember the first time Luis watched this movie we we bought it i think like at target or something just kind of on a whim okay. and we watched it and he literally like the credit started rolling and he said this is the best Disney movie. Like, just with that much conviction, <laughs> he was so excited about it. And I, it actually made me like it more because he liked it yeah. so much. Right. Like, to see him get so excited over it, that ma- it really made me like it a lot more. I mean, in case um, our listeners don't know, I don't like a lot of things very often. So <laughs> <laughs> what she just he said doesn't carried, like much. What, 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 what Emily said carries a lot of weight. Right. But he, carries, he likes this movie almost as much as he likes me. <laughs> wow. That's not true. But anyways. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a 10. This movie's a 9.5. So. <laughs> Zero to 60. <laughs> but let me give you my reasons why. Um, Someone's going to get beat up later. <laughs> my reasons why RB is because there is no annoying character. There's no Mr. Potato Head. There's Forrest no Woodbrush is not annoying. Forrest isn't right. annoying? N- well, Forrest Woodbrush is amazing. Um, <laughs> had he been in it a lot longer and been more of an involved character? Yes. Agreed. It was short enough was to be short. okay. Short, so sweet. For me, he's almost non-existent. Okay. okay. It was almost as if it was literally a tree talking. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> that's one reason why I love this movie. A second reason why is because <coughs> I am a big movie goer, but I'm a very a, as interesting or as um, opposite as this may sound. I love movies. Okay, and I mean as opposite as it may sound to the I rarely love things. He's right. just a critic. Okay. <laughs> yes, I am a critic. But I love all types of movies and different kinds of uh, genres, different kinds of languages, different kind of... We watch a lot of movies with with like... What I'm trying to get at (laughs) is that I love the fact that this movie was... There wasn't a lot of dialogue because it did not need any dialogue. I thought the dialogue it did have was perfect. Mm -hmm. This was one of those movies where um, the actions and the uh, expressions that they had carried the story. And I enjoyed that a lot Luis really likes this movie Luis is like those 
those uh, do you have something to say those about old this movie? crotchety Muppets that sit up in the tower and criticize everything but this yeah. is the one, is this this the one thing they love is this movie in your top five you know what it's funny you say that because uh, I, I definitely did say top five for sure yesterday but I need to look back and make sure that I have a spot for it right. you only have one more spot okay do I really Yep. I'm pretty sure yeah. you've named four movies out of your top then five. Then this is top five. I'm pretty sure it was like the first this four episodes. Yes. Like, top five. Oh, top five. He's done, y'all. Yeah. I'm pretty five. sure he's just saying top five so that he doesn't have to be on the podcast anymore. <laughs> I think he's just oh, like, he's like you know I, we're moving into top <laughs> ten now, right? You gotta go <laughs> top next ten. six. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Yeah. No, I'm still, I'll still be on the podcast. Don't worry. Good. We like, we love you too. <laughs> I know. We're <laughs> glad. Yeah. <laughs> I think, the li- I think the listeners just went, five. oh, Lord, thank you. <laughs> thank you. No, they didn't. They love Lou. They think yeah. No, serious. I'm saying they're happy that he's going to stay. Oh, yeah. I thought you. Because no, if he it wasn't was going to stay, he was like, mm. It was a real tense <laughs> moment know. there where we thought Luis was going to leave the podcast. Luis has a lot to say. 13 episodes in. Um, <laughs> Hilarious. What's its Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah, so I, I forgot to mention that um, it has a Rotten Tomato score of 77%, which is still certified fresh. Good mm-hmm. movie. You know? <laughs> Not uh, bad. It has a I would still buy that rotten. tomato. <laughs> not <laughs> not rotten. certified I mean, fresh. It's, it's you know? still beating most of the DC Universe movies. Exactly. Wow. It's the certified fresh. Yeah. Are you ready to go down the bayou? Down the bayou. It's so funny because my my older sister was over a couple weeks ago and I was talking and she was like, why do you have a southern accent? And I was like, I don't. Like, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> and so then I started singing that song. I was like, this is my southern accent. This is <laughs> when you have a southern accent. I mean, you do tend funny. to talk with a southern accent every time. It's because my family's from Oklahoma. You get excited, you start was, talking like this. When was the last I time do. you went to Oklahoma? I've never been to Oklahoma. Yeah. When was the last time your family went to Oklahoma? I don't know. Does your mom have an accent? Know. My grandma, Maul, my grandpa, Paul, they from Oklahoma. <laughs> Were you involved My grandma. Or near any kind of particle accelerator explosion that brought out this Oklahoma Southern accent? We'll keep that a mystery. Oh, can we out. hear the other score on IMDb, please? <laughs> wait, wait, oh, the IMDb well, score. Well, don't you usually is, give both? Yes, so the IMDb score is six point seven out of ten. Boo! Oh. It has a, a meta score of sixty-six. Boo! Of <laughs> so interesting. You know. Boo! Yeah, I mean that was kind of it's to be taking expected, it all the way though. down. Yeah, this was um, taking it all the way. This is yeah. one of three Pixar movies that has not been nominated for an Academy Award. It's what are the other ones? The Good Dinosaur, Cars Two, and Monsters Universe. Boo! Which is I'm sorry, Monsters University is so good. I love Monsters University, and it's funny because you had said earlier. I know we're not talking about that movie specifically, but Cars on its own, Cars One mm-hmm. is great. Was really good. Yes, Cars Two womp womp. was, if you think of it, completely separate from Cars One. It was kind of good, but it was very. Um, I want to. I don't know how to say it. Like, like for a specific type of viewer, right. almost. Yeah. And so I can imagine where it, it too fast, too furious. It just, <laughs> and, and I'm not. I am so slow. I love too fast and, and furious. happy. Too fast, too furious. Like an eight point five. This is a nine. He just got so Whoa. excited. Which he one got was that all one? Up in Michelle's in face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the sky well, whichever one is, they're yes. in Tokyo. The, the point Tyrese. is what Emily. Yes. The point is is. That it's understandable that it didn't get nominated. It, it's something. understandable right. in that type of genre, except for Monsters. You just whoa, whoa, people, whoa. not Whatever. understandable. <laughs> Nothing makes sense. Luis's, Existential crisis. Luis's whoa. world is being rocked right now. Yeah. Speaking of rocking worlds, let's rock yours, people. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh. so the world's getting rocked. 
The world's getting rocked. So, as you know, it was Michelle's birthday this month. Holla. Holla. She's old. So, um, <laughs> we have decided, and you guys know, that we will Downhill be... from here. Oh, Lord. Ha- letting you guys um, come in on choosing some of the movies that um, we do our reviews on. So, at the end of every month, we will give you some options on what we're going to be doing. So, next week's episode, you are going to get to choose out of choices that Michelle has come up with in honor of yeah. her... Yeah, these are some of my favorite movies. So we talked about this one already, and Michelle, I, Wally. Michelle wants any of you to pick these. Yes. Wally, uh, Wally is great. I love Wally. I have mugs <laughs> that's Wally and Eve, and you put them together, and they make a heart. That is not anything about the movie, but thank you. <laughs> they're, they're, they're very cute. Mugs. I love it. We'll have to watch it and find out why. What's the next one? <laughs> <laughs> Peter Pan. Oh, I love pizza. Pizza. Pizza Pan. Pizza Malak. No. Pizza Pan. Anyway. Um, I love Peter Pan. Whenever I see him in the park, I'm like, pizza. Also not about the movie, but moving on. And the last one is Hercules. Honey, I think you read Hercules. Hercules. Fun fact about about Hercules. Um, Did you guys ever have like a go-to movie when you were sick to watch? Hercules. Mine, mine was Hercules. Mine was Hercules. Oh, nice. Yeah, no. I, Hercules <laughs> is definitely in my top three movies ever. So pretty sure. Don't tell my mom, mom, dad, if you're listening. I'm sorry. Definitely, I faked sick a few times in elementary school so I could go to my <laughs> grandma's house and watch Hercules. <laughs> I, wow. I dig it. My go-to movie was The Godfather. When you were sick, yeah, and a child. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You come to me all the time. <laughs> I thought it to be wet. Okay. Oh. Anywho. So <laughs> so we got three movies for you guys to vote on. Wally, Peter Pan, and Hercules. Yes. So you will have three days, count it, three days to choose your movie. So we will be posting on our Instagram on Monday your three choices. The Wally, Peter Pan, <laughs> the Wally, oh. the Peter Pan, or the Hercules. And if you leave us a comment saying which one you want, then we will tally them up by Wednesday at 5 p.m. At that point, we'll watch and we will record and post the next Monday. And we encourage you to watch as well so that you're ready for our episodes. Yes. So please go vote. Yeah, so we'll tell you which one is the winner. Yes. Winner, on winner, Thursday. Chicken dinner. It. Yeah, on Thursday. Yes. But I mean, if you're like desperate, you can like count the votes yourself, you know. <laughs> Please don't be desperate. What movie are we watching? I mean, that's how I to, feel about it. I'm like, come on, who's fine now? Get your friends to come onto the page and comment the, their their favorite movie. Yeah. They can vote too, you know. Yeah. So you can follow us on all of our social media platforms. We are at the Walt Ball Pod on Instagram. That's where all the action is happening. That's where you can go vote. But you can also follow us on Twitter at the Walt Ball Pod, or you can like us on Facebook at the Walt Vault Pod. If you want to ask us a question, feel free to check our DMs or on any of those platforms, or you can send us an email to contact at thewaltvaultpod.com. We may read your message on the show. Uh, the Walt Vault is available to subscribe on YouTube, Stitcher, Google Play, and, of course, iTunes. We encourage you to leave us a review and a star rating. It's the best way to let people know that you like us, and it helps us get found on the Internet. So please subscribe. That's it for now, but we'll see you all next week on the movie that you voted on on the Walt Vault. The Vault is now closed. <laughs> <laughs>